Hey everyone, this is Zach um, with just a quick note and a personal apology before this episode of Burning Fight. Uh, I didn't realize I had never posted this. Uh, Nello sent this to us a while ago, so it's out of date. Um, and that's my bad. Life got real busy with uh, Tree 4 and then some personal things. That if you listened to the last episode of Wrestle Boys, you might have noticed I was not there. I some health issues come up and end up actually being in the hospital for a couple days, but everything's all good now. Uh, on the mend at home, everything's all good. So yeah, personal apology to Nello. Nello, I'm so sorry. I it is 4:05 a.m. and I just realized I never posted this. Literally like two weeks ago when you sent it. And sorry to everyone for not getting this to you because Nello's episodes have been awesome so far. I'm so excited to. Have more on our feed so uh yeah anyways here's a third episode of burning fight sorry drop Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of Burning Fight, episode number three. Um, I got dental surgery this week, so my mouth hurts, like, really, really bad. As always, I'm your host, Daniela DeAngelis. This is a true labor of passion today, as I am fighting through the pain, using my fighting spirit to do this podcast Let's just jump into it. We're talking about September 13th to today, September 19th, or at least that's when it's recorded. Monday, September 13th, All Japan announced that Koji Iwamoto has recovered from COVID-19 and will return to in-ring action at its show on September 16th in Yokohama. Yokohama, sorry. He'll team with Ryuki Honda against Yuma Aoyagi and Kento Miyahara. Sorry, I had to pause real quick. There's a weird little blip. That's why. Pro Wrestling Zero One Shinjiro Otani has fractured both bones in his left forearm and will need to undergo surgery. As a result, he will miss Zero One's show on September 19th. He is originally scheduled to challenge Fuminori Abe for the junior heavyweight titles. His return date at this point is undecided. Also, real quick, I just wanted to shout out. I get my news from uh, various places, but predominantly I get it from Oliver Taylor, uh, journalism student, Check it out, journalismstudentblogging.wordpress.com slash author slash Oliver Taylor 276. Make sure to check them out. It's my favorite news site to check every morning. Freedoms and DDT announced that Minoru Fujita will miss Pro Wrestling Freedoms' show after being in close contact with someone who tested positive for COVID. Also will miss DDT shows. Thursday. Zero One announced that Yumihiro Imanari will challenge Fuminori Abe for the junior heavyweight title on September 19th. PPP held their Shuni, oh fuck, sorry, Shuchini Kurin Festival co-promoted at Shinjuku Face. 401 people in attendance. PPP was started by former Gambari roster member Masayuki Mitomi. Just a little history there. The event saw Ken Oka and Yumihiro Imanari defeat Kentaro Hachisu and Takayuki Ueki 
Gorgeous Matsuno, Jun Tansho, and Koju Takeda defeated Chikara, Nene Dai, and Shota Nakagawa. Men's Teo defeated Mineo Fujita. Makoto defeated Chen Yoda. And in the main event, Koji Doi and Kumarashi, totally eclipsed team members from all Japan, defeated Joji Otani and Kabuto Mitomi in 22 minutes. New Japan announced that Will Ospreay will appear at Battle in the Valley on November 13th in San Jose. Um, at this point, I may stop reporting this news item just because it appears that White, Osprey, etc. are just expected to be on all New Japan US shows as opposed to being special attractions. Moxley, however, has been removed from the show due to scheduling conflicts. Of course, November 13th is the date of AEW Full Gear after the show and it moved from its initial date of November 6th due to the announcement of UFC 268 at Madison Square Garden. Gato Move held their Chaco Pro 154 event. Balian Aki and DJ Nero went to a no contest after Aki went for a pin and Nero's foot hit the ref in the face, or at least that's what I could tell from this match. Chris Brooks and Yuna Mitsumori defeated Chi Koshikawa and Mei Suruga, and Sean Shiryu defeated Masahiro Takanashi in the main event. MPH, also known as the Japanese Wrestling uh, Hall of Fame. Um, held their 70th anniversary of Japanese pro wrestling two-day event entitled Legacy. They announced the event back on June 18th of 2021 and said that the show will feature nine companies, New Japan, All Japan, NOAA, Dragon Gate, Michinoku Pro, DDT, Big Japan, Zero One, 2AW, as well as various freelance and independent companies. The first show was held at Karakan Hall. The event saw Kengo Mashimo and Taishi Takazawa defeating Ayato Yoshida and Katara Yoshina from 2AW. Junta Miyawaki, Miyawaki and Naimichi Marafuji defeated Kinyo Okada and Yasutaka Yano from NOAA. Strong BJ Daisuke Sakamoto and Yuji Okabayashi with Yasufumi Nakanoe defeated Okami, the team of Daichi Hashimoto and Hideyoshi Kamatani, and with Yuya Aoki from Big Japan. Rui, Hiyugaji, and Taro Nohashi defeated Koji Kawamura and Musashi from Michinoku Pro. From New Japan, Ryusuke Taguchi and Yuji Nagata defeated Hiroyoshi Tenzan and Master Wato. And then there was a big battle royale featuring many people. Masa Akimochizuki won. The also featured Isami Kadaka. Kim Duk, Ryuchi Kawakami, Yashi, Yuki Ino, Atsuki Aoyagi, Gurukun Mask, Masao Inoue, Masayuki Kono, Onryo, Ren Ayabe, Shoku, Shoki Kitamura, Shota, Toru, Yuki Ishikawa, and Yutaka Yoshi. So a lot more people there. We can see people from Basara, from Glate, from Total Triumph Team. Shit, everyone. Wednesday, September 18th. New Japan announced the first two matches for its strong television tapings on October 16th and 17th in the legendary 2300 Arena in Philly. On the first night, Chris Dickinson will face Minoru Suzuki, and on the second night, Alex Zane will face Will Ospreay. Pretty notable as these are two WrestleMania 2020 weekend, uh, collective weekend rematch uh, matches finally being set up again. Alex Zane and Blake Christian were set to face Will Ospreay in a triple threat, but now Alex Zane will at least get his match, and Chris Dickinson will get his match with Suzuki as well. Big Japan announced three future title matches for its shows on October 9th and 18th in Karakun Hall. Drew Parker will attempt his first defense of the GCW Ultraviolent Championship against Yuki Ishikawa at the show on September 23rd in Karakun. Then the winner will defend the title against Akira Hyoto on October 9th. 
The BJW Deathmatch and BJW Strong Championships will be both be defended on October 18th. Yuko Miyamoto will attempt his first defense of the BJW title against Ryuji Ito at Big Japan Show on uh, September 20th. And Yasufumi Nakanoue will attempt his seventh defense of the BJW Strong title against Takuya Nomura. They also held a show in Hokkaido at the Kushiro City Tourism International Exchange Center to an audience of 101. They ran here in May as well with an audience of 114, so a little bit of a decline there, but I don't think that's anything to write home about. The event saw Daisuke Sakamoto defeat Katsumi Kakuda. Brahmin Kai, Brahmin Shu, and Yuchi Tanaguchi defeated Abdullah Kobayashi, Jackie Nimazawa, and Katsumasa Yoshida. Kota Sekafuda and Yuya Aoki defeated Akira Hyoto and Kenkaro Hoshino. Kazuki Hashimoto and Yuya Aoki defeated Daichi Hashimoto and Kosuke Sato. Yasufumi Nakanoue and Yuji Okabayashi defeated Hiroyuki Suzuki and Takuhu Okato. And in the main event, in a death match, Drew Parker and Yuka Miyamoto defeated Ryuji Ito and Yuki Ishikawa. Um, I would like to see that match, but BJW Core, BJW Nico, they have not been uploading any shows really lately. Uh, just the Samurai TV stuff. If you can find it, you can find it. Pro Wrestling Noah held a show at the Kawasaki Club. Uh, or in Kawasaki at Club Cheetah Kawasaki. Junta Miyawaki defeated Yasutaka Yano. Muhammad Yone and Shuhei Taniguchi defeated Kai Fujimura and Kenyo Okada. Nosawa Rangai and Yohei defeated Sushi Katoge and Hajime Ohara, setting up that uh, junior title match, junior tag title match. And in the main event, Daisuke Hirata went to a 30-minute time limit draw with Hayata. Um, I talked, I think, last week or the week before about how these championship precursor matches... These exhibitions, at least, can be interesting. Um, the last one was 15 minutes with Marafuji and Sugira. I think 30 minutes is unnecessary. Is what makes you want to see this match next week now? And if it goes less than 30 minutes, it's the point. And I don't think I need to see Daisuke Harada wrestle Hayata, of all people, for over an hour in a week. Great. Announced the full card for their September 20th show in Nagoya. I only bring this up because Hayato Tamura will wrestle in the semi-mid event, which makes it seem that the 0-1 controversy and situation has not affected his status with the company. Pro Wrestling A-Team, which is was founded by Tetsuhiro Kuroda and Hasegawa on December 25th, 2016. This was after the Apache Pro Wrestling Army um, closed and then they announced that pro wrestling 18 would replace the old promotion um they are the general manager and representatives of the promotion this is notable because they announced that they have declared war on pro wrestling zero one so tomohiko hashimoto will team with gaijo and Nao uh naoshi sano against hartley jackson shoki kitamura and takafumi it's zero one show on september 19th we'll get to that at the end of this Ice Ribbon held their 90th Peace Party event, 34 people at the dojo. Yuki Mashiro defeated Seron. Natsumi and Rina Shingaki defeated Riko Kaiju and Totoro Satsuki. Thekla defeated Yappy. And in the main event, Momokogo and Sugushi Haruka defeated Asahi and Chie Ozura. Tokyo Joshi Pro held their first show of their Autumn Torch and keep a first ring with an audience of 202, which is one of the highest crowds at the venue this year. It beats most Freedoms events. And I'm not sure if it's because these people are opening up more seats. That doesn't seem likely because why wouldn't the other companies? But, you know, whatever. The event saw Rineko Tsutsume and Yuka Sakazaki defeating Arisu Endo, or, sorry, Arisu Endo, Nodaka Tenma, and Yuki Kamafuku. Hyper Masao defeated Kaya Torabami. Raku and Yuki Aino defeated Hikari Noah. 
and now Kakuda. And then in the semi-main, Nio Bashikigun defeated Mitsuki and Palm Harajuku. And in the main event, Maki Ito, Moka Miyamoto, and Shoko Nakajima went to a 20-minute time limit draw with Miyu Watanabe, Miyu Yamashita, and Yuki Arai. Gotta check that one out. I've heard cool things. The second 70th anniversary of Japanese Pro Wrestling Legacy event took place at Karakun Hall with an audience of 583. In the opening... Masato Tanako and Takuya Sugawara defeated Hartley Jackson and Shoki Kitamura from 0-1. Next, Dragon Gates. Benkei, Dragon Kid, and Yamato defeated Diamante Kai and SP Kento. Then, DDT's Hiroshima and Naomi Yoshimura defeated Hideki Okatani and Yuki Onaya. All Japan's Hokuto, Hokuto Amori and Jake Lee defeated Dan Tamura and Suwama. Akira, Kohei Saito, and Shigehiro Iri and Yoshiaka Fujiwara defeated Fuminori Abe, Jinsei Shinzaki, Shiro, Koshinaka, and Tatsumi. And then in another main event, Battle Royale, Kikutaro defeats Big the Ryoken, Hideyoshi Kamatani, Hikaru Sato, Jun Kasai, Keita, Yano, Kengo, Kuga, Liana, Masashi Takeda, Riki Fuji, Shitaro Ashino, Taro Nahashi and Tatsuto, Tatsuhito Takaiwa, Tatsuya Itsuchi, and Yuji Hino in 21 minutes. Now, one of the bigger news items of the week starting this Thursday, September 16th. Kolega Pro Wrestling. Dev Pro Wrestling's Naoki Tanitaki has publicly questioned Kolega Pro Wrestling's alleged mishandling of a COVID-19 outbreak among its roster after contracting COVID-19 himself. Writing first on his personal blog, Tanizaki recalled that Michinoku Pro Wrestling announced Yasutaka Usira had tested positive for COVID-19 on September 8th. Tanizaki wrote that he suspected at the time some members of Kolega's roster could have also contact- contracted COVID-19 as Usera regularly competed for the company, and as recently as September 6, two days prior, but Kolega did not address the situation and held a pr- show on the same day. Just had to pause again, so if there's another weird blip, that's why. So, to continue the Kolega Pro Wrestling story, a Kolega show the next day, September 9th, Tanizaki wrote that he noticed Momoka Hanazono was ill backstage and moved her to a separate room and contacted her parents. He recalled he feared she was going to die because she was so limp, and Hanazono was eventually taken away from the venue in an ambulance and later tested positive for COVID-19. Furthermore, Tanizaki wrote, two referees, Ultimate Spider Jr. and Yako, have all tested positive since, bringing the total to eight people, including himself. Kolega then responded to the situation on its website, stating that it had come to the company's attention that a number of officials and wrestlers had tested positive for COVID-19 since September 4th and apologized for the situation. Kolega has since taken the step to suspend all shows until September 28th in order to allow an outsider contractor to sterilize the venue as they hold all their shows in their studios, and to introduce new equipment from a third-party company to prevent the spread of COVID-19. DDT. So Cyberfight, the parent company of DDT, Tokyo Joshi, Gambari, and Noah, announced that Wrestle Universe, their streaming service, will be getting a massive overhaul on October 1st. The details will be announced on September 21st. This is either a great or scary news, as the newer video players have been a bit of an issue as they regularly fail to display time codes. Hopefully, this update resolves these issues as opposed to leaning into them. DDT also held a show in Asakusa. Toru Awashi and Yoshihiko defeated Antonio Honda and Yuki Iweno. Dan Shoku Dino and Yuki Ino um, 
versus Mitsuki Watase and Senshiro Takagi went to a no contest due to the interference of Yumehito and Minari, who is aligned with Diano, and Ino is a member of the Pheromones. Naomi Yoshimura and Yusuke Okada defeated Mad Polly and Yuji Hino. Hideki Okatani and Jun Akiyama defeated Hiroshima and Yuya Koroku. Daisuke Sasaki and Tetsuya Endo defeated Kazusada Higuchi and Keigo Nakamura. And in the main event, Kanusuke Takashida, Mao, and Shima Katsumata defeated Chris Brooks, Yukio Naya, and Yukio Sakaguchi. Also to correct something that I talked about last week, the fallout from Dramatic Survivor and why Damnation was still teaming together, I have since learned that they will have their last match as a team on September 26th, so this is more of a farewell tour uh, than them just ignoring the stipulation, which is pretty nice. All Japan held a show in Yokohama. Saigo Tachibana and Yoshitatsu defeated Jun Saito and Rei Saito. Afterwards, they challenged El Lindemann and T-Hawk for the All-Asia Tag Team Championships. Itanagi and Zeus defeated Hikaru Sato and Ryomi Sukamoto. This was sh too short, 2.25. Itsuki Aoyagi, Francesco Akira, and Rising Hayato defeated Black Menso Rei, Dan Tamara, and Tajiri. I cried after this. I, uh, I will miss Francesco Akira in All Japan very much. He's one of my favorite roster members, especially in the case of the juniors, and Watching him grow over the past two years has been a real, real treat. So 2.75 for the match, but the send-off for Francesco afterwards, 10 out of 10. Kento Miyahara and Yuma Aoyagi defeated Koji Iwamoto and Ryuki Honda in what was, in my opinion, the match of the night. Just fierce, fast. The young boys really wanted to beat the hell out of these older guys, so that was really cool. After the bout, Miyahara declared his intention to challenge for the Triple Crown Heavyweight title. Zeus who also made his intention to challenge for the title clear, came to the ring to confront Miyahara. Miyahara and Zeus are set now to meet in a singles match at All Japan show on September 21st in Karakun Hall. The winner will then challenge for the Triple Crown heavyweight title at All Japan show on October 16th in Odawar Gymnasium. Shuji Ishikawa successfully defended the Geora TV title against Takayo Omori. This match was fine, three stars. And then in the main event, Shitaro Ashino, Sugi, and Suwama defeated Total Eclipse. Gave this one 3.25. American independent wrestler Cyrus the Destroyer revealed on social media today that he was scheduled to travel to Japan in October to compete for All Japan Pro Wrestling. This comes after Ninja Max saying he expected to debut in NOAA soon as well as rumblings by other wrestlers that they could be heading to Japan soon. Um, unfortunately, yeah, Cyrus the Destroyer will not be going to Japan in October, and he has uh, been told that he cannot go. He was denied the visa, basically, and then this was also corroborated by Alex Cologne, who has ties with BJW and Freedoms um, on the World of Deathmatch podcast by saying, there's telling us no one can go over there until March of 2022, so it looks like we won't be seeing many Americans over there in the foreseeable future. Big Japan held another show in Hokkaido at the Abashiri Kita Community Center to an audience of 71. Kota Sekafuda defeated Kosuke Sato, Katsuki Hashimoto, and Takuya Nomura defeated Hiroyuki Suzuki and Takuo Kato. Brahman Kai, Brahman Shu, and Yuichi Tanaguchi defeated Katsumasa Yoshida, Yuji Okabayashi, and Yuya Aoki. Okami defeated Daisuke Sakamoto and Yasufumi Nakanoe. Kankuro Hashino and Yuko Miyamoto defeated Abdullah Kobayashi and Jackie Namazawa. And in the main event, Ryuji Ito and Yuki Ishikawa defeated Dikiro Hyoto and Drew Parker in a death match. Freedoms held their 25th anniversary show for Takashi Sasaki and Shinkiba first string with an audience of 159. Kengo, Reka, and Yuya Susumu defeated Dragon Libre, Jintaro, and Leo Osaka. Tatsuhita Takaiwa defeated Takahiro Kitori. 
Daisuke Masaoka and Mamet Sasaki defeated Orka Uto and Toshiyuki Sakuda. Masashi Takeda, Toshiyuki Ueki, and Violento Jack defeated Kenji Fukumoto, Rina Yamashita, and Kamui. In the main event, supposed young lion Tomoyo Hirata pins Takashi Sasaki um, in a 250 light tube death match. Um, on Hirata's team was Sugira, and on Sasaki's team was Kasai. After the match, Hirata challenged Violenta Jack for the King of Freedom World Championship. The bout is set to take place on October 3rd. This will be Jack's second defense and Hirata's first ever time challenging for the title. I'm really excited for this. Um, Harada is one of those big guys in deathmatch wrestling, which you don't get a lot, but not just big, but incredibly goddamn muscular. And hopefully he stops wearing just the tights, puts on some pants or something, definitely not a shirt. But uh, yeah, this boy needs to cover up. Clay uploaded their G Pro Wrestling version point three onto their YouTube for free for anyone to view. Again, Glay uploads other shows to YouTube. They're really, really good. You should check them out. Stardom held their 13th five-star Grand Prix show. Croc and Hall, an audience of 363. One second, gotta get water. Hanan defeated Lady C. Starlight Kid defeated Waka Tsukiyama. Hemika defeated Mei Sakurai. In terms of the Five Grand Prix, Natsupoi defeated Saki Kaoshima, Momo Watanabe defeated Mina Shirakawa, Sa uh, let me say this too, uh, Natsupoi Saki Kaoshima, 2.75, good, fast-paced match, just didn't get quite enough time, Momo Watanabe defeated Mina Shirakawa, 3.25, again, good match, just could have used some more time as it never really gotten to take off, Sayakamatani defeated Atsumi, 3.25, Takumi Aroha defeated Unagi Sayaka, 3.25. Mayu Iwatani defeated Kaguma, 3.5. Um, Konami defeated Utami Hayashishida, um, 3.75. These were good, the two uh, main events. And Siri defeated Tam Nakano as well, 3.75. Both matches were phenomenal. You could probably even go to a four on Siri and Tam Nakano. Um, five stars definitely been the most consistent tournament so far this year. Friday, September 17th, Glate, president and CEO Hiroyuki Suzuki, apologized for the Hayato Tamura situation on Twitter and announced that he will address the future of Glate and Tamura on Wednesday, September 29th, so we still have not seen the end of this controversy. Freedoms announced their full card for September 25th in Yokohama. Notable is Orka Uto once again teaming with an Empire Ruler Ends member, further positing that he is now affiliated with the group if he isn't already and I've just missed something. Big Japan held a show in Hokkaido, 136 people. This show saw Yuichi Taniguchi defeating Kosuke Sato, Abdullah Kobayashi and Jackie Namazawa defeating the Brahmin Brothers, Kota Sekafudo and Yuji Okabayashi defeating Kazuki Hashimoto and Yasufumi Nakanoe, Daisuke Sakamoto and Katsumi Kakuda defeating Takuya Nomura and Yuya Aoki, Okami defeating Hiroyuki Suzuki and Takuho Kaito, and in the main event, in a death match, Drew Parker, Yuki Ishikawa, and Yuko Miyamoto defeated Akira Hyoto, Kenkuro Hoshino, and Ryuji Ito. Heat Up held a show at Todoroki Arena. Isami Kadaka, Masato Kamino, and Takato Nakano defeated Daichi Sato, Hiroshi Watanabe, and Shin. Nobuhiro Shimatani won the Rumble match. Billy Kenkid, Shingo Takafumi Ito, and White Moriyama defeated Akira Joe, Drunk Andy, Hide Kubato, and Kenichiro. Yoshitatsu defeated Raimu Imai. Um, 
Daisuke Kanahira and Tetsuya Itsuchi defeated Kazuyashi and Takanori for the Heat Up Universal Tag Team titles that were vacant. And Tatsumi Fujinami defeats Tamura for the Heat Up Universal and PWL World titles. Um, he ends Tamura's reign at only 68 days with zero defenses. Not so good for Tamura. Saturday, 9th, September 18th. Thank God we're nearly there because my mouth fucking hurts. Gato Move held their Chaco Pro 155 event. Antonio Honda versus Yuna Mitsumura went to a time limit draw for whatever reason. Hoshitango and Masahiro Takanashi defeated Mei Suruga and Tokiko Kirahara. And Balian Aki defeated Chie Koshi, uh, Koishikawa in 19 minutes and 39 seconds. New Japan kicked off its G1 Climax show in Ediano Reno, Osaka, 1,963 people. Gate-breaking fucking shit right there. I mean, this is... This has to be one of New Japan's better gates, just in terms of how it's drawing compared to other shows that did there. Um, and it's not a crazy dome show with only 4,000 fucking people. The results saw a show defeating Yunu Young Lion Ryohei Oiwa, uh, Oiwa. And then in the U A block, Yujiro Takahashi defeated Koto Ibushi. Let's talk about this real quick. Uh, Koto Ibushi has been having a very bad year. Wins the heavyweight title. Gets rid of the belts, gets blamed for it, even though it's fake. Um, then he loses the title in his first defense. Then he disappears with injury. Then he gets aspirational pneumonia. He is out for a while. And um, so it seems that they're going to play a redemption storyline for Ibushi, that he's hurt more than we know by this illness. I just think that you could have done Great Okan going over Ibushi. There's no reason you had to do goddamn Yujiro Takahashi. No one's going to take Yujiro any more serious. Yujiro still didn't show any good wrestling in this match, really. It's all lazy. You know, There's no follow-through. There's no stiffness. There needs to be some energy behind it, and Yujiro's just doing moves out there. And it fucking sucked. Great Okan defeated Tongaloa in 17 minutes. This sucked even more. And Toriyana defeated Kenta in the fucking worst match of the night because this sucked even more. So I go 1.75, 1.5, and a 0.5 on these. Thank God there were two main events. Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Tetsuya Naito in an incredible match. I think I preferred their match from last year's G1 Climax just a little bit more. But holy shit, is Sabre just... One of the all-time greats, really. This was Naito looking a lot better than he has in recent memory as well. 4.25 for me. And in the main event, Shingo Takagi defeats Tomohiro Ishii. Just another legendary matchup between these two. It's uh, everything you could want. I think this is the fourth match between them, if not more. Um, the right man won, and Ishii did some really unique selling in this match, too. It looked like he botched a brainbuster off the top rope, which, understandably, you know, it looked like a botch, and if it wasn't, then holy shit, but he got right back up, and I think sometimes it can be shitty when a, a wrestler botches a move and goes right back to do it just to kind of get the spot in, but here it seemed more like Ishii was determined that he was fired up to get this fucking move, and then he hit it perfectly, but the selling job he did it when he, when he flopped was just incredible too. Um, Meltzer said it earlier today, but and again, I'm recording this on Sunday, September 19th, but wrestlers who make make it look like the moves like they're not able i don't know god damn it it's just good selling sorry my mouth i am not able to focus a lot right now the pain is overwhelming noah held their second m1 victory show 
Masakatsu Funaki defeated Akatoshi Saito, 3.25 stars. Good technical sort of shoot style match. Um, I enjoyed it. Saito's having a good little run. He's doing a lot better than I expected. Just got my Saito figure from Foreign Objects, so I'm pretty stoked about that. Representing the fucking Funky Express. And C-Block, Kazushi Sakuraba defeated Kataro Suzuki. Another good match. Some uh, stiff shots from Suzuki. Good groundwork by both of them and some great technical work. Masaaki Mochizuki defeated Daiki Inaba in a pretty hard-hitting match. Um, I'm not a big fan of Mochizuki's um, like uh, jumping turnbuckle and Zaguri as a finisher, just because I think I've seen that a lot as just a signature. But again, if he hits it perfectly, then he hits it perfectly. Um, good match. And then in the main event, Kaito Kiyomiya defeated Manabu Soya and probably one of Soya's better matches I've seen this past year. 3.75 for that. Most notably from the show, Kaito Kiyomiya debuted a new look. Dark hair, full tights, he looks good, not like a baby anymore. I was a big fan of it. No more baby. DDT held a show in Yokohama Radiant Hall, 142 people in attendance. Tetsuya Endo defeated Akito and Hideki Okatani. Mad Polly and Yuji Hino defeated Tomomitsu Matsunaga and Yukio Naya. Dan Shoko Dino, Yuki Ino, and Yumihito Imanari, again called Pheromones. I just like to try to reinforce that stuff because I don't want to say the full names every time, and um, I'm tired. Someone starts saying pheromones. Defeated Kazuki Hirata, Shinma Katsumata, and Yuki Uenu. Jun Akiyama, Mitsuki Watase, and Yusuke Okada. Defeated Naomi Yoshimura, Yukio Sakaguchi, and Yuya Kuroku. And then Basara's Takumi Sugimoto showed up with Yasu Urano. Defeated Daisuke Sasaki and Soma Takayo. If I'm not mistaken, I believe this was the match in which Minoru Fujita was supposed to team up with Sukamoto and DDT. In the main event, Chris Brooks and Hiroshima defeated Kaigo Nakamura and Kanosuke Takashita. Big Japan held their new standard week 112 show at Kita Hiroshima City Exchange Center with a crowd of 112. Um, in the main event, there's nothing. I'm just going to go through the last three. Takuya Nomura defeated Kosuke Sato. Daisuke Sakamoto, Sakamoto and Yujiro Kobayashi defeated Hiroki, Hiroyuki Suzuki and Takuo Kato. And in the main event, Okami defeated Kota Sakafuda and Yasufumi Nakanoe. Stardom held their 14th five-star Grand Prix show at Edion Arena Osaka number two. Busy fucking weekend in Osaka. 403 people in attendance. Fukigen Death defeated Lady C. Suri defeated Wakis Tsukiyama. Konami defeated Mei Sakurai. And in the block matches, Unagi Sayaka defeated Raka in one of their better matches, both from the tournament, 2.75. Koguma defeated Saki Kashima. Two po or actually, no, Unagi Sayaka and Ruaka was a 2. I don't know why I said that. Koguma defeated Saki Kashima, 2.5. Mayu Iwatani defeated Mina Shirakawa, 3.25. Atsumi defeated Takumi Aroha, 3.75. This is a must-watch match. Really, really good stuff. Atsumi always shows up. I'm happy she got a big win over Iroha. That was sweet. Um, hopefully, Atsumi shows up again with Marvelous sometime soon because her and Mio Momono fucking rules. And the main event, Starlight Kid defeated Hameka, 3.5 for me. Good main event. I think there's just a couple misses in there. Um, but let's talk about block standings and potential finalists. In the A block, Momo Watanabe has 12 points. And with 9 points, Natsupoi, Mayu Iwatani, and Starlight Kid. Natsupoi has only one match left and can only finish with 11 points. So technically, she is out of the running. Starlight Kid currently has two matches left against Mayu Iwatani and Momo Watanabe. If Starlight Kid wins both, she'll win the block. Momo just needs to beat Starlight Kid to win the block. For Mayu Iwatani to win, she faces Saki Kashima before Starlight Kid. 
She needs to win both of those matches um, to win the block. So if Mayu and Starlight both win their next matches, then their match on the final day of block battles will be the deciding match for A block. I hope that wasn't confusing. In B block, Sayakamatani leads with 11 points, Konami in second with 10, and in third place, Siri and Takumi Aroha with 9. However, Again, Kamatani only has one match left against Unagi Sayaka. If Kamatani wins, she will finish with 13 points, which is strong. If she loses, she will probably be out of the running. However, right behind her is Konami, who has two matches left against Micah and Azumi. So she needs to lose um, both for Saya Kamatani to win if Saya loses against Unagi. Trailing shortly behind them are Suri and Takumi Aroha, who will face off on the final day. Again, this looks like it could be the potential block decider. Before them, both have one other match, Suri versus Ruaka and Aro Takumi Aroha versus Utami Hayashita. While Suri's win seems guaranteed positioning her with 11 points and a potential block win, Takumi would have to beat the World of Stardom champion and then the essential number one rival to them as well to win the block, which would be a huge fucking push. I want to shout out Twitter user Still Johnny from the Block, one of my new internet friends, for really expressing how great the idea of a Momo Watanabe and Takumi Aroha finals could be. Continues the story that Momo started with Nanai Takahashi on March 3rd. It's um, It would be a really, really good match. Ace versus Ace. I am all about it. As much as I'd like to see Mayu Siri, uh, anything, right? I think this is the match to make. So let's send our energy to Takumi Aroha and Momo Watanabe. Ice Ribbon held their 1,145th event at Karakun Hall with an audience of 319. Sayori Ano and Suzu Suzuki defeated Akane Fujita and Mochi Miyagi. Asahi Miku, Miku um, Ono, Natsumi and Saran defeated Bani Okaiwa, Cherry, Totoro Suzuki, and Yappy. Aja Khan defeats Yuki Mashiro in 10 seconds, and then Aja Khan defeats Yuki Mashiro again in 2 minutes and 46 seconds. Sakushi Haruka defeated Hamako Hoshi to win back the IW19 title. Um, I'm not exactly sure why they did this, but oh well. Rina Yamashita defended her Fantastic Ice title in a chain attack hardcore match against Thekla. Azura Revolution, the team of Maya Yukihi and Risa Sarah defeated Rebel X Enemy, Maya Yukihi's former stable or current stable, whatever she's doing, Micah Ozaki and Ram Kachow to defend their International Ribbon Tag Team titles. I unfortunately didn't have money to purchase this show on Nico TV, so I haven't seen it yet, but if I do get around to it, I will definitely talk about it. Is Ice Ribbon still my favorite company this year? In the main event, Sakasa Fujimoto defeated Ibuki Hoshi for, I think, her 7th or 8th defense of the Ice Infinity title this year. Just on a hell of a mean streak, and I think it needs to end with Risa Sarah defeating her before she retires. However, afterwards, Sakushi Haruka challenged Fujimoto finally, so we will be getting that rematch, and that should be a hell of a match, potential match of the year contender. Finally, Sunday, Gato Move held their Chaco Pro 156 event. Chris Brooks, Masahiro Takanashi, and Yuna Mitsumori defeated the best bros and Chie Koshikawa in 41 minutes and 15 seconds. I love a good, long-ass Chaco Pro match, so I'll be checking this one out. Pure J held an event at the Kame Dojo. Katsuki defeated Kreia. Akari and Leon, time limit drew 
Chie Otsura, and Raidin Hagane, and in the mid event, Ayako Sato defeated Hanako Nakamori. New Japan held their second G1 Climax show at Etienne Arena Osaka again with 2,188 fans in attendance, 200 more people than the day previous, showing that Okada and Tanahashi is still the all-time draw. Sho defeated other new young line, Kosei Fujita. Evil defeated Yoshihashi. 3.25. Yoshihashi's work rate in this match is fucking unreal. He has seriously improved so much. Just each year, he keeps getting better. It's like it finally clicked for him. His follow-through, his energy, his strength, everything is just remarkable. Fuck Evil. Fuck Dick Togo. I cannot... I don't look forward to seeing them wrestle. I think this will be one of the few matches where I enjoy it because Yoshihashi is a wonderful babyface. Jeff Cobb defeated Chase Owens uh, in pretty goddamn good match, 3.5. Cobb is just a beast, without a doubt, the most improved wrestler of this year. Everything since his Wrestle Kingdom match against Akagi has just been absolute on fire. I mean, his in-ring work, his character, everything he does now is just on another level. I really enjoyed watching him throw Chase Owens around like a bag of potatoes. Sonata defeated Tama Tonga in another surprisingly good match. 3.5. Um, Tonga showed up, got absolutely ripped, it looks like. The work rate was good. It was fast-paced, never dull. That's really all you can ask for in a match. Then Haruki Goto, or Taichi defeated Haruki Goto. Um, and that was awesome because I had Taichi winning. I love Taichi. It was awesome. I don't know if the pants even came off in this match, though, I just realized. Anyway, and then Kazuchika Okada defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi in the main event. Another absolute classic between these two, 4.75. So it's two match of the year contenders in two days of the G1 Climax. So for as afraid and as uninterested as I was in this, I am enjoying it so far, especially after today as opposed to the day before. For 0-1, Shinjiro Tani and Yumahito Imanaria vacated the Intercontinental Tag Team titles due to Otani's arm injury. The winners of the Furin Kanza, uh, Kazan Tag Team Tournament later this year will win the newly vacant titles. They also held their 20th anniversary Fire Festival Tenkaichi special event at Kurakun Hall. Junya Matsunaga defeated Satsuki Nagayo. Leo Isaka and Sugata, uh, Sugutaka Sato defeated Genta Hiriki and Takumi Baba. Kaijo, Naoshi Sano, and Tomohiko Hashimoto defeated Hartley Jackson, Shoki Kitamura, and Takafumi. Carbel Ito and Yoshitatsu defeated Chris Weiss and Yoshikatsu Yokoyama. Aja Kong, Andy Wu, Renayabe, and Tatsuya Hanami defeated Hide Kubota, Masato Tanaka, Takuya Sugawara, and Yasu Kubota. And in the main event, Fuminori Abe successfully defended the junior heavyweight titles against Yumihito Imanari. Dragon Gate held their seventh and final Stormgate show before um, Dangerous Gate tomorrow. Sorry, excuse me. Naruki Doi and Takashi Yoshida defeated Ben Kane Hoholan. Susumu Yokosuka and Ultimo Dragon defeated Kenichiro Orai and Yosuke Santa Maria. BB Hulk Kai and SB Kento defeated Dragon Kid Kagatora and Yamato. Genki Horiguchi and King Shimitsu defeated Gama and Yasushi Kanda. And in the main event, Masquerade defeated Red. Noticeable by his absence was Keisuke Okuda, who was scheduled to team with Benkei against Naruki Doi and Takashi Yoshida in the opening match, but instead appeared at the Mixed Martial Arts Company Ryzen Fighting Federation's Ryzen 30 event. Okuda will fight shootboxer Hiroaki Suzuki at Ryzen's Landmark Volume 1 event on October 2nd, so that's one to check out and keep on your calendars. Keisuke Okuda rocks. And finally, Pro Wrestling Noah held their third M1 Victory Show. 
And we can already see some potential finalist turnouts for this tournament. Katsuyuki Fujita defeated Akatoshi Saito. Another good match from both men. Um, could have had a little more gas to it. Gave it three stars. Katsuhito Nakajima defeated Kataro Suzuki in a pretty goddamn good, fast, quick-paced match. 3.5 for me. Keno defeated Daiki Inaba. Again, 3.5. Just really, really good stuff. Yeah, you could probably go 3.75 on both of those. And Keiji Muto defeated Manabu Soya in another absolute bullshit, fucking terrible Keiji Muto match. 1.5. I cannot emphasize enough how awful this guy is at this point. So, block standings as of now. I'm so happy. This is the end of the episode, pretty much. My mouth hurts. But I had to get this out for y'all. Keiji Muto leads with three. Masa, uh, Kaito Kiyomiya with two. Takashi Sugiura with one. And Minabu Soi with zero, meaning that he has been mathematically eliminated. Muto defeats Kiyomiya. He is positioned to then win or tie for the block. To win the block, Sugiura needs to beat Kiyomiya and Soya, and for Muto to lose to Kiyomiya. If Muto and Sugiura both win the rest of their matches, they will tie. Kiyomiya needs to beat Muto and win or draw with Sugiura to win the block. B block, Kendo Kaishin, Ma Masaki, Mochizuki, and Keno all with two points, and Daiki Inaba, Inaba with zero has been mathematically eliminate, eliminated. Keno must defeat Mochizuki to win the block and needs both men to lose their remaining matches. C block, Sakuraba, Tanaka, and Nakajima with two, and Katara Suzuki has been mathematically eliminated with zero. Defending N1 victory champion Katsuhiko Nakajima needs to beat Kazushi Sakuraba and for Masato Tanaka to lose his remaining matches to win the block. Tanaka needs to beat Sakuraba to win and or tie the block and vice versa for Sakuraba. And then in D block, most interestingly, Kazuki, Katsuyuki Fujita's winning with four points, the most in any block so far. Masakatsu Funaki has two. Masakitamiya has zero. And Akatoshi Saito has zero. Meaning that he has been mathematically eliminated. To win the block, Masakitamiya needs to win against Funaki and Saito. And he, all, and he needs Fujita to lose his match with Funaki as well. And then that means that he just ties with Fujita is the block winner, making me think that Kitami is definitely not the one winning this block. Masakatsu Funaki must beat Fujita and win or draw with Kitamiya. All Fujita has to do to win the block is beat Masakatsu Funaki. That concludes this week's episode. Um, sorry for keeping it short. I really, really apologize. I hope it was still good. Hope you'll still enjoyed it. Until next week, enjoy the light where you are. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Aniello, A-N-I-E-L-L-O-O-O-O-O. Oh, thanks for listening to Burning Fight.